Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Drive. It is the morning of September 30th, Monday, and I'm actually recording these real-time now. (laughs) I recorded a bunch of these. Like, within a few weeks, I recorded a few months of these podcasts, but... um. But now they're finally real time. I stopped recording them and I and I told myself, okay, I'm gonna catch up to where we're at, to present day. So when I post these things, they'll be from the day that I recorded them, just to keep everything uh, up to date. And uh, in Mobile, Alabama, 78 degrees this morning, 7.41 a.m. and I'm on my way to work. And one thing that I'm reading this George McDonald book this morning. It's really good, really deep. Um, you know, it's about sin. It's about repentance. It's about uh, some, what some churches deem as bad words that can't be mentioned in church, but which are a huge part of our um, story, of our salvation story. But uh, this morning I was thinking in specifically in terms of uh, just conflict. And uh, what I was thinking in my mind was kind of like the the benefits of conflict. Now, from our human understanding, we don't want to even face conflict. You know, we want to pray conflict away. We don't want to deal with it. Not considering the fact that God refines us through the fire of conflict. God reveals himself and his presence to us in the midst of major difficulties, of severe storms, of tumultuous trials. Through those hard times, we see God's help so clearly, and I think it's because we have to trust Him. We come to a point sometimes in life where there's nothing else we can do. nothing else we can do except for trust the Lord. And again, it's this it's this catch-22 where it's like, well, I don't want conflict, but conflict really breeds trust in my heart for God, like more than ever. And if you think about it, you'll realize and notice and and be reminded that oftentimes we go from conflict to conflict. And there's little time in between. It's like if you work at a job, if you're a manager at a job or in any capacity, it's almost like you're just, a lot of the job is putting out fires. There's problems here, we got a lot of problem solving, right? But the more problems you solve, the more you put out these fires, the more you realize and learn and grow from these problems and fires and trials, right? The more you learn, the more you go through stuff. The more you cling to the one, to the only one who could really help. And that's Jesus. And so I think it's hard for us to fathom the fact that there can actually be benefits from going through conflict. You know, I've seen it, you know, generally speaking, uh, through the years of my time in ministry uh, over the last decade, decade and a half, when 
our church goes through conflict, where um, someone is suffering, uh, where uh, uh, there's heartache or hardship. I've seen it over and over again where when that happens, our church comes together like never before. Prayer is increased. Seeking the Lord becomes the main, the main focus, the main action, the main activity of the church. And it's like, again, this thing where it's like, we do not want conflict. We do not want heartache and pain and difficulty. We do not want trials. I don't feel like going through a storm again. But as we're going through that, what happens is God gathers us together and we pray like never before. And we are fervently seeking God because that's all we can do. But on the flip side of the coin, that's all we should do is seek God is trust him for the results. So conflict is hard. We we don't pray for it. We don't want it. We don't hope to go through a storm today. We don't pray that a trial would just beat on our heart and our lives and our mind. We don't pray for discouragement and difficulties. We, we don't want that at all. But listen, we're in a fallen world and when it comes, that's our opportunity, our chance to realize and remember what life is really about. Because I believe we get so caught up in, in, in the non-essentials and the things in life that do not matter to our spiritual well-being. And we get distracted and we get drawn away from uh, what we should be focusing upon. And I was just talking to a friend yesterday and we were talking about how really funerals are the great equalizer in that everyone realizes there's going to be a point where people are at my funeral. There's going to be a time where I die. Ten out of ten people die. That's that's a statistic. Every, we all die. In a hundred years from now, we will be in eternity. And realizing that reality, that we will all pass away, should remind us and reinvigorate us to live for what truly does matter in this life. The spiritual things. The spiritual things. And I think conflict is one of the catalysts for trusting God fully. Conflict is one of the catalysts for trusting God fully. Because when everything is going great, when it's a bright sunny day, yeah, we like it because there's no problems. But we tend to trust the Lord less. Because we got it made. The bills are paid. Everything is good. There's no problem in sight. I am a happy camper today, and nothing can change that. So we, so we seek the Lord less because things in our lives are going well. And I guess that, that really has to do with where, what you find your security in. Your circumstances or your Savior? What do you find your security in? Your circumstances or your Savior? Because the Bible makes it very clear that we're not to find our security in our circumstances because they fluctuate daily, hourly, all the time. Our circumstances are all over the place. But our Savior never changes, right? Hebrews, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's our constant. He is the foundation in which our spiritual souls are established. 
He is who we rest upon. He is who we look to. He is who holds us up. That is why Jesus made it very clear we do not build our lives on the sand of the seashore that can be washed away by the, by the tempest, by the rising waters, but we build our life upon the rock, which is Christ. And that's why I love Psalm 61, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Oftentimes we say, oh yeah, my, my spouse, they're my rock. They're my rock. And I, I understand the meaning of that. It's like they're, they're the one that is constant. They're the one that's always there. And I get that. But when we're talking spiritually in life, the rock is Christ. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I am. And so are there any benefits to conflict? Yes. The main benefits to conflict are the fact that we will cling to Christ for dear life. We will hold on to Him and trust in Him because there's nothing else to do. And listen, it's a hard place to be, but it's the best place to be. Because that's when your life exudes a testimony of God is working, God is in control. People see your dependence as you're going through harsh times and they go wow how do they do that how can I get to a place where I trust like that I've never been there so as you're going through trials right now know that it is a testimony to people around you as they're looking in going man they love the Lord they have faith I don't know how I could do that or how I'd be going through that. I don't know if I could handle that. But the beautiful thing is, as we go through conflicts, we can't handle it. As we go through hard times, we can't, we can't do it on our own. And that's the testimony. That we're not in control, but that God is in control. That He is working. That He is on the throne. That He is sovereign. And then we are just looking to Him staying afloat as we look at our almighty God instead of sinking as we look at our circumstances so just remember guys as we go through conflict as you go through conflict maybe even today know that there are benefits because you will trust the Lord like never before you'll fear you'll, you'll feel and know and realize and experience his strong hand in your life holding you up He's got you, guys. He's got you, 100%. God bless you guys. Hope you have an amazing day. And we'll talk to you next time.